Comb Podcast. You dig? Episode Zero. A bit of background. I'm recording this about two months since I've been working at the barber shop, um, since it's been closed with the COVID-19 global pandemic that we are in the middle of. I remember before the shop closed even, with the, the week or two leading up to it, it started to become something that everybody was talking about. Um, other barbers, clients in my chair. It seems like everywhere that I went, I would hear it. One in particular that really is sticking with me now, even though I kind of laughed at it a little bit, was on uh, my bus ride into work one day. Um, this was a couple of days before the NBA canceled all the games and um, right around like March 13th. Um, but this lady said that... Uh, she thought the load was keeping everybody home to read the Bibles. And I remember kind of like chuckling at that, like, yeah, that's what's happening, lady. And then um, even, you know, saying something to a, a friend that stopped by for a haircut, just uh, it just seemed like everybody was taking it too serious. Um, I saw people even with like oven mitts and kind of masks that you would wear if you were, you know, doing drywall um, on the bus. And just, uh, it seemed kind of like the panic was starting to set in. And um, I didn't realize that uh, panic of my own was kind of down the chute. And um, this faith that I have kind of kept in the uh, backseat um, just wouldn't abide the panic in the driver's wheel. Um, I started praying a lot more. I started reading my Bible. I started getting thirsty for the truth because that is something I feel in these times in particular and in the United States, the truth is something that you can get very thirsty for while looking. And I found myself uh, on Good Friday and Easter in particular wanting to um, go to church online where it might have been a notion that had passed with me, but I hadn't. I, um, I'm a pastor's kid, or when I was a kid, I was a pastor's kid, but my dad is a pastor, and I um, watched his church service on that Good Friday, and then Citadel of Faith here in Detroit on Sunday, and um, I got my Bible out then, uh, NIV study Bible that I picked up for like seven bucks at a used bookstore just because I thought my bookshelf looked kind of bare without a Bible. Um, Growing up, I used to keep a Bible in my back pocket all the time. I used to think of it like like a sword, so to speak, and that's going to be one of the earlier episodes uh, is going to be the armor of God. Um, But I would always have my Bible with me. And... um, Life changes, things happened, um, and that's a lot longer. And probably later on, um, I'll get into a little bit more about my own testimony, where I come from. But where I sit now, inside of my apartment, 
with my cat on my lap and finally starting this podcast. Uh, the name I had uh, dawned on me when I was um, going through barber school and I thought maybe it could be for a role-playing game or something like that. Getting barbers outside of the shop in a podcast I thought just sounded kind of fun. Um, but now with reading the Bible more and just wanting to talk about it and talk about it like I would with my barbershop clients, but not in the barbershop, um, cause that's something after this goes away that I, um, do believe in. Um, I don't ever want anyone to ever feel alienated in my chair. And part of why I came, became a barber is sometimes, uh, just to listen, just to, um, make someone feel much better about themselves with their appearance, with um, kindness, with uh, with things that were in my heart that I always felt that this was the right livelihood for me. I love being a barber. Um, I've been through many careers in my 39 years now. I just turned 39 about two weeks ago. Um, I worked tech support when I was out of uh, high school. I worked at a funeral home for a little bit when I was right, right out of high school. Um, but after uh, I went through EMT and fire academy and I worked uh, with public safety at a nearby township and uh, answered 911 calls and worked in the jail cells there, booking officer. Um, then I got out of that job and worked in a guitar shop for a bit. Went through cosmetology school, got out of cosmetology, went to um, great lengths to open up a comic book store that stayed open for about a year and a half or so, and then that closed. And um, worked with worked in retail for a while, and when I had about as much of that that I could stand, I worked with horses um, for a while with some therapy horses, and then as a wrangler up at uh, Boyne Highlands in. Uh, right around like Petoskey, Michigan. And I loved that. And it seemed like I was being, that there was something else out there. Um, with Even though cosmetology and barbering are similar, they're totally different in the licensing and definitely the setting was... Uh, was something where I went through cosmetology school and life was much different. I thought that someone else was going to go through it with me. I thought that um, I'd be able to fly under the radar a little bit, and I didn't really think how um, being a straight cis male, um, how much I would stick out. And I don't mind being the minority at all. Um, there were some things that I learned about myself going through cosmetology school where like, I like cutting anybody's hair. I like if... No matter what your hair might be like, I would love to have you sit in my chair so I could cut your hair or at least do my best. Um, and it's something that I feel like I've gotten good at, um, both at cosmetology school, but once I got out of it, I just kind of felt like staying out of it. Um, and when I moved downstate from Petoskey and I was thinking about what was the right livelihood for me, I had some money in my savings and I just wanted to take a few months that summer to really think about it, to do some soul searching and think about what is the right livelihood for me. And um, after one particularly long uh, night of soul searching, the next morning it kind of came to me like, 
I should go to barber school because it started with a passing thought of oh man I wish I would have gone to barber school instead of cosmetology school because I like the barber shop more uh, that setting more than like a salon different things that I hadn't thought about because I didn't know that there was much of a difference um, but it crossed my mind and once that thought crossed my mind it was like a mosquito in a tent it would just not get out kept on thinking about it kept on thinking about it and so I went to the school uh, Michigan Barber School off Grand River in Detroit Michigan and I um, started inquiring about what would it take for me to be a barber and uh, I was 1800 hours of school um, which is a lot I mean it, I went through it as fast as I possibly could and it was about a year and a month or so um, but I went hard after it just because it was like man it was like my my eyes were open this was the right livelihood this is what I've been looking for and I became a licensed barber in December let's see it was December 11th um, that I got my barber license from the state of Michigan and I started working right away um, before Christmas and then Christmas, New Year's, it was off to a pretty good start and then things got slow and then it was just uh, waiting for the weather to break. And it was in the midst of waiting for the weather to break that COVID-19 started coming up more in the news and I was on the bus and I heard that lady say that about, you know, the this is this this is happening because God wants us to stay home and read our Bibles. And it might be an oversimplification, but I feel it. I feel that and it's something that um that I'm happy to return to, that I have a faith that I feel like it has awoken in me, that has long been dormant. trip that I'd taken in January of 2019 with three of my schoolmates from uh, Barber College. We were going from Detroit to Chicago to a Barber Expo. And uh, one of the other guys drove and I was hanging out in the back and we were having a good time and it's January and out of nowhere this big snowstorm hit. Uh, before we are even past Grand Rapids, there's just white out, and um, and we were all just having fun, and it starts it starts getting pretty bad. Where even though I'm sitting in the back seat, and I am at least I think ten years older than my schoolmates there, my classmates, um, and then I say something uh, to the driver, Gonzo. I say. Um, just if you want to, I am totally fine with uh, driving in the snow. I lived up north last year during the winter, so I got hit with snow. I have a lot more years experience driving through snow. Because Gonzo, I want to see he's early to mid-20s, if that. And um, yeah, this was some like 
experienced snow driving that that was required. And I came from the back seat to the driver's seat because eventually, like at first, it was like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. And then it just started getting worse, and we were seeing cars spinning out all over the place. And um, and so I was like, okay, yeah. You know, because he, he eventually was just like, yeah, if you wouldn't mind driving, man, uh, let's do that. So we pulled over into a gas station out of the back seat. I get into the driver's seat and I'm driving. And I am a cautious driver on nice weather days. I When I worked public safety, as I mentioned before, I saw my share of accidents. I know... Uh, from experience how things can unexpectedly take a terrible turn especially if you're being reckless and not being mindful of the road or road conditions or other drivers and all this so that's that's the mindset that I take turn the uh you know I'm like let's turn that music down a little bit let's like I'm going I think it's uh, 65 speed limit I'm going 30 35 but the weather required it and some of the other guys in the car were just like Dog, why are you driving so slow? I was, I was just like, I'm, I'm, I don't care how long it takes us to get there. I'm just gonna do all that I can to get us there safe because it can get real. It can get real, real quick. So that's what we're doing, and um, ended up being a long ride. There wasn't many much. Uh, conversation I feel like um but that's I we got there safe it was you know a quiet chill ride and we got there but I started kind of thinking of that analogy of my faith coming from the back seat into the driver's seat because of this condition the conditions that are out and around now um where I'm not necessarily turning down the fun or anything, but yeah, kind of because everything's closed. But uh, me and me and Pablo, my cat here, are uh, having a good time, and overall, I feel blessed. I feel very blessed, and um, might take a while to get there, but that is the journey now. Um, and I started looking at it more in that context each day. Um, that things will change, but we're going to get there. And um, sometimes you need to be mindful. You need to be cautious and not clumsy because things can change and you can impact other people and their well-being very easily. Out of the back seat and no longer behind the barber chair, at least at the moment, I am turning to this podcast to share um, some of the faith that has helped me and to get into my Bible a bit more and to share some of the thoughts that I have. And I mentioned earlier that when someone is in my chair, I never want them to feel alienated. Um, That kindness is something that I want to retain no matter how different I may be from someone. And I want anyone to feel welcome to listen. Um, I think one of the benefits from being removed from the church and to have a faith but kind of a dormant inactive faith for a bit um i i know it still um was in the foundation of what i believe but i wasn't acting on it i had a check but 
I wasn't endorsing it and taking it to the bank. I was preferring to worry about my own problems instead of giving them to God. And something that I remind myself now is to give it to God and to let go, um, not to go back and to pick up old worries. Um, and that has, that has helped me a lot during a time like this. And so that really is my only objective with this podcast is to share the hope and to help point the way on this journey. And that concludes episode zero. So hopefully you have a bit of background now on me. My name is uh, Josh, by the way, or JB. And a little understanding of what this podcast is going to be like. Um, Some thoughts, some anecdotes, some prayers, some of the the good word, and uh, some humor maybe. Um, I think I'm hilarious most of the time, sometimes not all the time, but some days, some days maybe, some days it's close. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Give yourself a big old hug from me. Much love.